This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Find the left wing for the win! He shoots and scores! 5-4 into 10 in is loose. Touchdown Elks. Trade forward into the end zone. Edmonton's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta Injury Lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law. The St. Louis Blues have won five in a row, taking on the Blue Jackets tonight. It's scoreless three and a half minutes into the second period. Just one other game. The tentacles play the Sharks. That one doesn't start until 8.30 Mountain Time. Raptors at the half, trailing the Bulls 63-53. Of course, the Oilers on their bye week. They're back at it one week from tonight when they try to tie the league record for longest winning streak. They're at 16. The Penguins in 92-93 got to 17. They're taking on Vegas in Vegas one week from tonight. How are you doing, everybody? Reed Wilkins with you. Thanks to Dave Campbell for filling in for me yesterday. We will have Aaron Grimes on the show between 7.30 and 8, the former Elks defensive back who, uh, after a couple years away because of injury, was officially released by the team earlier this offseason. So we'll catch up with Aaron, who you may have heard on the airwaves on Friday from the Stollery Chorus Radiothon. He spoke uh, with with Bryn Griffiths. Of course, uh, Aaron has uh, befriended a a young guy who's been a Stollery patient. He does such great work in the community. Aaron does live in Edmonton, so we'll talk life and football with him. And let's get to the guy who has been a regular guest on this show for over a decade. He is presented by Sentinel Storage, Shop Canadian, Store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Former NHL goaltender, now a broadcaster with the NHL on Rogers. It is Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Reading yourself? I am doing very well as the uh, Oilers are in the bye week. Uh, the Flames are off too, right? Yes, they are one of the Oilers and Flames are uh, of the 23 teams right now that are in a bye week. Right. Okay. So still a few games going on this week. And then uh, yeah. Oilers are back at it one week from tonight. All-Star break, uh, of course. I was trying to remember, did, did you ever play in an All-Star game? I didn't, and uh, that really made me angry, Reed, at times when I wasn't chosen because uh, I know I'm going to sound kind of selfish, but there are times when you should uh, talk about yourself. I always make fun of myself, but in this case, there were some seasons where I thought I deserved, uh, and whether it was because you could only pick one player from each team or what have you back then, uh, and uh their uh, league choices and and so there were a couple for sure three or four times where i thought i had an honest legit chance at it and and that's the thing reed that's a good conversation because there are some people um that would suggest that it's uh, it's not much of an honor players don't care i never in my entire life have i ever heard of a player uh being disappointed that he was uh uh, asked to go play now 
it can be a bit much. I mean, guys like Ovechkin and Crosby, you know, they they almost never get a break, and I'm sure they would rather just go somewhere warm to the Caribbean or wherever uh, players in that part of the country would go during the break. But uh, every single time, I, I remember Wayne fondly uh, saying how he's really excited to go, and it's a real pleasure and honor. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm very dismissive towards some people in the media that suggest – it's a joke, and uh, and I'll bring it up because it was a hot topic years ago when John Scott was voted on. That was just not right. That was uh, that was a, a a bad error made by some people trying to have some fun, and some deserving player uh, that should have gone was not able to go because he accepted the invite. Okay, a few things you said that have have prompted other questions to pop into my head. So I'm yep. just jotting them down, all down now. Uh, sure. You talk about deserving players. So from an Oilers mm-hmm. angle, does it bother you that Zach Hyman's not going? Yes, I, I think he should have been going. Uh, in fact, every I don't know if we went to – I think we went to air with this, but I, I may – uh, be wrong. Uh, I know that every one of us, whether it's wrong, uh, Ron, Jennifer, Kevin, myself, uh, Elliot, David Amber, we all had the conversation that we thought that Hyman should uh, have been chosen. He's having a terrific year. Uh, in fact, there's another big event coming up. And I think during this all-star weekend, uh, we on the panel, we have to choose our all Canadian team for this big event. I don't want to give too much away. And uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, let's just say that there's a good chance Hyman is on my team to represent Canada. Uh, so, sorry, this would this would be the best Canadian players this year, or is this a hypothetical Olympic team? It's a hy- hypothetical for an upcoming event. For uh, for an upcoming world event, okay. Yes. Well, he might score fifty this year. So I know, but it's I so. Know. And you mentioned John Scott. Um, and there have been other players when there's a fan yeah. vote, they've kind of caught yeah. on. But I, I think that yeah. relates to Hyman. I think fans, you know, the Twitter hashtag or whatever, oh, well, Dreisaitl's good. Dreisaitl is good, but this year Hyman's better, yeah. right? So, yeah. the, but, but fans just go to the default names they know off each team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. And it was uh, funny because, and trust me, JT Miller is well-deserving. He is having a heck of a year, and we've had him on Hockey Night a bunch of times. But All-Star and the skills competition, that can be a little bit nerve-wracking. It was kind of funny because we had JT Miller on in our pregame show, I think two weekends ago, could be three, and he was named to the team. And uh, one of the questions I asked him, are you getting a little bit nervous about the skills? Because I remember, Reed, do you remember a few years ago, I can't remember what city this was in, but Drew Doughty, one of the game's best players, he absolutely butchered the skills competition that he was in, and he completely got flustered, which you would never think a two-time Stanley Cup champion and an all-star, you know, a, a, a Norris Trophy winner would get flustered during the skills competition. And anyways, he did, and I asked Miller about that. He goes, something about his skills. He goes, if there's a skill for cycling the puck down low, I might win. Otherwise, I have no chance. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> well, the one thing I've noticed, and I even saw it when uh, I, I did Inside Sports during the Oilers' skills competition about a month ago, Kelly, yep. so I was up top. 
And when they have the targets, and if a guy yeah. misses his first couple of shots, yeah. you can see it, right? Because yeah. there's no goalie, there's no pressure. Yeah. Hit a target, which is relatively big for an NHL player, and you yeah. can sense it when they don't miss one. You, you can see it in their body language. Yeah. It's like, are you serious? I'm missing a clear shot from the slot with no pressure. And that's what Ray Bork talked about, because he was the champion for years and years and years. And I did an interview with him, I think, in Colorado, uh, one of my first all-star games uh, many, many years ago, and I did an on-ice interview with him, like, what are you trying to accomplish here? And he said, Kelly, I don't even look at four targets. I only find the first one is the most important. I've got to hit that target, and then it all comes rather smoothly. But if I don't hit that, then you, I'm in trouble or anybody's in trouble because you get rattled. Kelly Rudy joining us at Inside Sports. So you mentioned you don't like it when you hear media people call the all-star weekend a joke no i don't i don't think it's a joke am i personally nope. as interested in it as i perhaps used to be yeah. I, I would say i'm not um yeah. and john shannon who's you know on our broadcast on our face-off sure. shows he yeah. said he goes you know it's not for a man my age it's for kids or for younger fans do you take exception yeah. with that attitude no, not at all, because it is a different fan, uh, and there are different things that go on that draw uh, maybe a different fan base. Like last year, I remember in Florida, it was super cool. They had a whole bunch of things on the beach, and, and they had the fan fest and all this, and people were su super excited. They come from all around the world, literally. They have their favorite team, their favorite players, and they – uh, drink in that experience, that environment, and it's entirely different feel. Now, you could argue some of the skills they had last year in Florida were pretty gimmicky, and I'm glad they went away from them. But nonetheless, it's it's just a different vibe. I, I've gone to almost every single All-Star game since uh, I've uh, retired, and they're all really cool, and they're all just different. And, like, I've been – I was at the last one in Toronto many years ago, and that was just – unbelievable so i'm really excited about seeing it to, well i start on thursday okay i just gotta start i'm finding this really interesting kelly because you've you brought up a oh. thing so when you said you were a little upset when you were having a good year and you didn't go mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was it that you were upset that you didn't get to compete in the game against other elite players or was it more just upset that you didn't get the prestige of of being there for the whole event do you know what i mean yeah it was yeah, it was the latter, not okay. the, not the game itself, um, but definitely the just the thought that, uh, for instance, many years later, I'm on the Reed Wilkins show, and he says, "Were you ever in the All Star game?" I would have been happy to say, "You know what, Reed? Yes, I played in one, or I played in four, or whatever," because it's a real badge of honor, and uh, you know, there's no denying that. I mean, all, all these players, they they take their jerseys home. It's not like they take off their jersey and, or maybe it's auctioned off now. I don't know, but it's not like they throw it on the floor and they, they don't pay any attention to it. It's, you know, guys get those framed. That's a, a real prestigious thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for getting into that. It, uh, that's an interesting discussion and uh, a different yeah, look, I think, I think at the all-star game, Kelly Rudy joining us tonight on inside sports. Uh, we better talk about the second longest winning streak in the history of the NHL. Right. Uh, 
<laughs> That's crazy. Uh, and a week from today, they'll try to make it. Se- it is like I said to Brownie on a couple shows. I, I said, I know these numbers are real. And I know yep. I expected the Oilers to play better after that terrible start. But who thinks yep. you're going to be talking about a streak of this length, even with an excellent team? Well, and the way they're doing it, Reed, I, I think you and I had this conversation when they hit the 10 game uh, winning streak mark. And I said something about it. at that point, uh, I'm going to be off. But I think they had only given up those 16 goals in those 10 games, something like that. And that's what they're still doing. That's the, the most impressive thing. By the way, I don't. I don't buy that notion that people have that story out there, that narrative that, but they're not playing any good teams in today's NHL. You need everybody to be at their best to beat anybody other than maybe one or two teams. Other than that, it's a, it's a tough battle every single game. So I give the Oilers full credit for that. Yeah. Well, Rob and I have talked about that too. There might be some schedules and certainly with the Oilers, um, not playing back to back. They kind of had this Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday this month. And that's, and that's fair enough, but you still have to go out and win the game. Like, it's great to say, Oh, well you should like, you you still got to go out there and do it favorable schedule or not. Well, for 16 consecutive games, your goalie didn't have a bad period. A goalie didn't give up four in one period and then get yanked and then you're chasing the game. Uh, you didn't take uh, nine penalties and have to kill nine power plays for the other team. All these things, like they're just doing everything right and and uh, they should be uh, rewarded for that. They should be given plenty of credit for it. And the, and the, PK, the PK is outperforming the power play, which I never thought right. I would say. Yes, exactly. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Like that, that power play has been legendary. And for, for that PK to be that good, that tells you how well everybody's contributing. Okay. So you're heading off in a, what'd you say? A couple of days or tomorrow already? I leave tomorrow. Okay. Uh, I'm, I think I'm on an 11 or 12 day trip. I just finished packing this afternoon. My wife is coming with me for, I think the first eight days. So we go to Toronto for four nights uh, we do the PWHL game on Thursday, as well as the Alumni Man of the Year. Uh, and then that's Thursday. Then on Friday, Skills, the game on Saturday afternoon. Then we travel to Boston. I worked there on Tuesday. Then we traveled to New Jersey. I worked there Thursday before I head back to Toronto the following weekend. And then I'll finally head home, I think, on the 11th of February. Okay, well, we may get you on the road at some point next week. You got it, buddy. Okay, thanks, Kelly. This was great. Okay, thanks, Reed. Okay, take care, bud. That is Kelly Rudy checking in. Wishes he would have been in the All-Star game at least once in his career. Doesn't like the fact that he never got in there. Kelly, as always, presented by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. All right. Yeah, the All-Star Game coming up this weekend in Toronto. I, I Look, we've done these types of shows in the past. I'm not going to necessarily go down that path again, but we've had the what, what do you think of the All-Star Game? Should they change the format? We've, we've kind of covered that. I think it probably – well, I don't think. I, I know it's geared towards perhaps younger fans or different slash even gimmicky events to try to keep people interested or, or keep people watching. It is cool to see the collection of all the great players in one city doing things together for two or three days, so that's all fun. But uh, I'm not going to tell anybody that they need the to watch the game to see the highest level of competitive hockey because, of course, they're not going to see that. You can get in touch at 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed 
Pete Pro all the way. You can email the show inside sports at 630chet.com. Aaron Grimes is coming up as well. It's Inside Sports on Chet. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Your home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. We will uh, do a trivia question here on the text line to give away an Inside Sports canned ham t-shirt provided by Elite Promotional Marketing. If you're wondering, what is that? It is literally a t-shirt with the Inside Sports logo, a drawing of my face, and a picture of a canned ham. That's exactly what it is. I thought you were asking what the text line was. It's, <laughs> it's, you take your phone, you type words, and you send it to a phone number. Yes. And I read them. Yes. <laughs> the, what, what, was, what was the line from Airplane? Something like, uh, something like, the pilot's sick. He's in the cockpit. What is it? It's a small room at the front of the plane. Exactly. I don't have time for that. Yep. Uh, the question, just text it in to 780-496-0063. Kellen will get the first right answer and get in touch with you about getting your shirt. The 1989 NHL All-Star Game was held in Edmonton. The Wales Conference, the Eastern Conference, the starting lineup was Sean Burke in net, Paul Coffey and Ray Bork on defense, Mario Lemieux, Cam Neely, and who on the forward line. So who was the starting, the third starting forward for the Wales Conference in 1989 along with Lemieux and Neely? 780-496-0063. We have Dawson on the line. Dawson, go ahead. Hey, Reed. I just have a question with the Vegas game that's coming up. It's kind of in hand in hand, but what's more important for this team is sending a message of you and Brownie have talked about, you know, it's going to be a rough game or is keeping the winning streak going. Uh, I just wonder, like, have they grown from, you know, stepping away from getting in the nasty stuff and just playing their game or is, or, you know, sending a message for playoff time more important than winning games? Uh, well, I think they're both important. I, I, to me, Dawson, it's about playing well and consistency and proving that you can play and win any type of game. I, I mean, I, I don't think that that game is going to turn overly nasty against Vegas. And when, I, when I've talked about how Vegas beat the Oilers in the playoffs, you know, I've called them miserable bastards. To me, that's just being competitive, willing to put your toes over the line to win a puck battle or get position in front of the net. Uh to me, the Oilers have been pretty consistent over the 16-game winning streak. Just go out and play like that, and you'll have a chance against against anybody. So I, I don't think they're overly concerned about you know rough stuff or sending a message. They've already played Vegas this year and beat them in a shootout. I, I think just prove that you can keep playing consistently regardless of the venue, regardless of how long it's been between games, and regardless of the opponent. That would be my focus for that game. 
Is this game more important than any game of like the 16 game winning streak that we have? Well, it is because it's the it is, but it's because it's the next one, right? Though I will say this, I hope now I, they probably still won't talk about it publicly. But Rob has talked about this, and he was talking about it with Bob. I hope now there's some hunger to actually set the record, right? I mean, when you've won nine in a row, okay, at that point they could set the team record, but you're not thinking about 17 or 18. Now that it's actually right in front of them, I hope they kind of set that as a little mini goal for this week. Or that week. Thank you so much, Reed. Okay. Did anybody get the trivia question We got yet? a winner. Congrats to Scott. Of course. This was it should have been relatively easy if you listen. Uh, Rob Brown was in the starting lineup for the Wales Conference in the 1989 All-Star Game in Edmonton. Uh, Scott, you said? Scott, yes. Scott's getting the uh, Inside Sports Can-Ham t-shirt. Finally, Scott, your dreams have come true. Aaron Grimes next. Inside Sports on Chet.